strive for progress, not perfection. Hello, I'm Camila, and this is episode 83 of the Rugged Angel Cast, where my goal is to celebrate women by helping them tell their empowering stories. Thanks for joining me. You can hop on over to the Rugged Angel Cast Facebook page and say hello. That would be greatly appreciated. You can also find me on Twitter at Rugged Angel Cast. The Rugged Angel Cast is available on WMCK.FM with music. New shows air on Wednesdays at 9 p.m., repeats on Thursdays at 5 p.m., and then one more encore presentation on Mondays at 1 p.m. You can go to WMCK.FM to get the app that works with both Android and Apple. But if all you need is the conversation sans musical selections, you can find the show on iTunes and Libsyn. My guest this week is filmmaker Carrie Collins. Carrie came by to fill us in on her new TV project, Mulligan. Carrie talks more about that, indie filmmaking, the Carnegie screenwriters, and much, much more. So let's get into it. Carrie Collins. Hello. Welcome to the Rugged Angel cast. Thanks. Thanks for having me here. This of is course. exciting. Yes. Yay. And you just confessed to me I that guess. this is like your first podcast. My oh, first podcast. So you're going to be gentle. Uh, yes, I'm going to be very gentle. And it's surprising to me, like how many women that I have interviewed who this has been their first really? podcast. Yes. Okay. So I'm in good company. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Absolutely. Right. So you're I'm like, you're number that. 83 of. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. There's good. been quite a few who is just, and it surprises me that, um, you know, because you all have such great stories to tell. Oh, well, let's find out. I guess, all right, let's right? find out. Oh. How's your day going so far? Good, good, actually. It's, uh, you know, mostly um, family-centered stuff so far today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I went to a parent meeting for my daughter's crew team. That was super exciting. <laughs> and then after that, I came home and I uh, fixed the strap on her homecoming dress. So, I Oh, mean, high fashion. Been, you're doing, right? like, some real, like, fabu, like, you're really in there, Seriously. celebrity. I am. I mean, lifestyles of the rich and famous, really. <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. The jealousy. I know. I, who wouldn't be, honestly? <laughs> well, okay. At least you know you got those little chores out of the way They're and done. whatnot. They're right. done. Right. So I'm, I'm all yours. All right. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> are you from Pittsburgh originally? I am. I'm one of those Pittsburghers who never left. You know, oh, okay. I know there are a bunch of us. So I grew up in Forest Hills, just oh. a few minutes from here. Yeah. Um, and then I have, you know, went to Pitt for school okay. a thousand years ago. And then after that... <laughs> that you know I just settled here in Pittsburgh I always had sort of grand designs of moving to New York or LA and mm. I just never pulled the trigger on that one mm. so here I am so you've always had the interest and you've always been working in film of one way shape or form or television or entertainment or I haven't actually. oh really isn't that crazy yeah I always wanted to okay so I started off um always wanting to be an actress i was on romp room when i was four were you i know right oh my goodness <laughs> it's like it's years like when she look in the mirror yes yes with miss janey yes. oh, it was like a pivotal moment in my life my goodness. in the cameras i was like this is what i wanted did to they do. film it here they did in um the wta studios wow right down the street huh. so yeah so that was like uh, my introduction to the world i loved watching the crew work i have such vivid memories you know of watching the crew and um, it, it was just pivotal to me. Okay. And then I was nine and I was Cinderella in a play and I thought this is the way to go, right? <laughs> and then I realized as I got older, this is crazy talk. Nobody can make a living as an actor. Mm. You know, I just didn't have any role models at the time. Right. 
of people who were professional actors. They were certainly here. I just didn't have those role models. Right. So I thought, I can't do that professionally. I'm never going to make a living doing that. So I'll do the next best, best thing in my head, mm-hmm. which was PR. Okay. Because I always had been able to write, and and I liked interacting with people. So I thought, oh, that makes sense. Well, yeah. Well, that was, I mean, that was very bright and a, a creative way to go about still getting so. in that world yeah. as to and you're still being yeah. exposed to everything and that learning is very a lot. true yeah and that's what i found about pr is that you can apply those skills to different industries and i mm. was in uh, healthcare, computer software those kind of things but if you have those core skills you mm. can apply them to different things and you yeah. are exposed to a lot of different worlds so that was the that was the chunk of your career it really but, was okay. it was and then when i turned 30 mm. i thought what what's wrong with me? I always wanted to act. I'm just going to try it. Mm-hmm. And I started taking some classes and then I got an agent at the talent group and I booked the first commercial that I ever went out for and it was a SAG commercial. I was like, really? okay, well, well, <laughs> this is so easy. <laughs> all right. Why didn't I what do this? What was I playing around for all this time? Right? <laughs> Wasting time. <laughs> that, uh, that sort of came and went. <laughs> and I've led a typical actor's life of, you know, poverty. And um, thank God I'm married to a wonderful man. Uh, so, but from that, you know, I, I was, I, I had started acting and enjoying that just as a part-time thing, really, while I was raising my family. And um, then I started just a few years ago, probably, I don't know, four-ish years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an idea for a screenplay, and so I thought, I, I know how to write. I just don't know how to write a screenplay. Mm-hmm. So I took some classes at Filmmakers on how to write, and I wrote that. First, I wrote a bunch of things, but at this first short that I wrote... Um, I joined a screenwriting group, and one of the people there said, you know, we, we should really make this. And I is thought, that the Carnegie Screenwriters? It is. Okay. Yes, yes great group of people. Come on out and join us. <laughs> <laughs> my radio voice. Uh, <laughs> so one of my fellow screenwriters, Jim Helfrick, said, you know, we should make this. And again, I had that this is crazy talk sort of feeling, you know, people like me don't mm-hmm. make movies. and. Mm-hmm. Then I, again, had the realization, well, why the hell not? You know, right. Am I allowed to swear on this? Yes. Thought, okay, that's a pretty, pretty calm one. Right. <laughs> I yeah. won't get worse than that. Oh, I have a gnome, too. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, um, I had a director friend who had directed me in different commercials and things, Steve Paris, who mm. was wonderful. I asked him to direct, and he said yes, amazingly, and we got some money together. <laughs> My dad had a barn and we put on a show. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but we made it. And through that process, I sort of learned, started to learn how to produce. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of backdoored my way into right. this industry, I would say. And Which is amazing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's just, it's getting much, much more no, I don't want to say easier, but this is starting. It's definitely turned into an industry where that's it's good for that. Yes. Where a lot of people are backdooring their way into it, just yeah. kind of like you know piecing together, piecemealing their career and making it work, and you know not yeah. going through the traditional channels. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah. You know, you don't have to know. It's no longer like you know you gotta know somebody who knows somebody. And I was like, well, right. you know what? I'm just gonna do it myself. I'm just gonna do it, and yeah. you can. I mean, you can literally have a setup in your home. You can literally, right. you know, um, you can shoot a movie on an iPhone now. Right. You know, which is nonsense, but some of the <laughs> amazing are people right. are doing it. So, yeah. What was that first film about? What was that screen? It was called Lightheaded, mm-hmm. and it was about, um, sounds a little hokey, but I loved it. Uh, it was about a woman who um, had 
just recently divorced and was feeling sort of um, down and, and not wanting to go back out into the world and, you know, explore new friendships, not necessarily relationships, mm-hmm. but friendships and was just sort of um, sad. Mm-hmm. And um, she finds that she has a guardian angel who is just hell bent on helping her get back out into the world. And it's kind of a you know buddy comedy almost yeah. little a little bit of romance and um very funny ken bolden played the angel okay. and he's just astoundingly good he's so good he's so good i had sort of a crisis while filming it like oh he's so good i must look really <laughs> terrible next to him you know? oh my goodness. <laughs> really like really bad so he of course is just um also as generous as he is lovely so mm. he was wonderful to work with and it just was it was something i'm super proud of i'm proud of it because it was the first thing that i did i say i but it was a as you know a big right. group process to get it all made but the first thing that that i had written that was produced and that is out there in the world and i'm really proud of it so you produced it and wrote I it did. i did and did i acted in, in it, it as of well? course of course <laughs> did i mention i had a really little budget <laughs> so, sometimes you got to put on take all the hats little, and put them right, on or a little bit right so, <laughs> it was a little daunting while doing it but you know looking back i again had a lot of help a great just an amazing crew of people who it's so fun to see people come together to work towards something that's in your head. It's mm-hmm. just an amazing feeling. And they yeah. were so generous and, you know, generous with their time and their talents and, and helped me make this thing that I'm so proud of. How long after that was in the can did you start on your next project? That's a good question. Um, oy, I guess it was... Probably a matter of months, not mm-hmm. very long. Um, and again, through the Carnegie Screenwriters, mm-hmm. we all—it's a—it's a neat group of people where we not only write things, but we've started to make our own things mm-hmm. too. And so, other members of the group had projects they were working on, and I helped to produce some. I helped to, you know, assist and direct others, and okay. we just all work with each other and mm-hmm. help each other out. So through that, I've probably produced. I don't know, half a dozen shorts or so. And nice. Yeah, it was really great. And got into directing through that as well, which yeah. was really exciting. So that I know you and mm-hmm. the Carnegie Screenwriters yeah. from the forty the Pittsburgh Forty Eight Hour Film Project. Yay. You guys have competed um Ten just or about, 11 yeah, years like now, every, I think. I'm pretty sure every year that I've at least been yeah. um the producer and um, you know, always turning out really interesting stuff. And and forgive me if I am wrong, but um, so many years just kind of like <laughs> muddled together. together. You guys won Best Film. We did. And that was the year you directed. That's right. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And this was like, was not it. last year, but. It the, was. Not this past one, right. but the previous. So, so what is 2016. that? 2016. Okay. Yes. So we. And the, was that your first directing for that? It was for the 48. 48. It was the first time I directed. I had acted in a previous 48 and I had written for a previous 48, but that was the first time I directed Mm -hmm. and it was only the second thing I'd ever directed. So it was one of those things where I said to Bob Scott, who is the president of the screenwriters and was our team leader, I said, you know, I really want to do this, but (laughs) full disclosure, I've got no skills. So. (laughs) <laughs> you know, if you're willing to take this chance and he leaped off the cliff with me and well, we that's did it. Awesome. So it was great. That he was that he gave you had that support for you yeah. to go ahead and help you, you know, try to something try something new. Try something new. Try on a new yes. hat. Yes, exactly. In a sa- again in a safe space. Yes. <laughs> because there are a lot of really talented people in that group, not mm-hmm. only just writers, but people who have directed their own things. And he could have very easily said, mm, I don't think so. We yeah. Could, you know. Well, how how big is the group? This is the screenwriters group. That's a good also a good question. It's been growing. They started off with, I think, six people, mm-hmm. probably 
oh gosh, I don't know, eight, no, more, more than that, maybe 10 or 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's just grown and grown. When I joined about four or five years ago, there were probably 30 people. Wow. And now there are a couple hundred people oh, in the yeah. group. And when we meet, it's maybe 25 to 30 people. We meet the, wow. the third Saturday of every month. The, the people who come regularly mm-hmm. is a smaller group, but you know, 25, 30 people sitting in the Mount Lebanon library. Wow. And you guys yeah. are just kind of like workshopping your ideas right. and yeah. just, it's, yeah. and planning. And I guess you said now you guys are actually, you know, going ahead and, and producing and creating right. these actual films that yeah. that's a, that's wonderful. It's a really good resource for Pittsburghers. I don't, I don't know if people really know. About I don't us. think people really do yeah. because, you know, like I said, like I've been familiar with you guys for quite some time, but I yeah. wasn't quite sure exactly what it was that, that we did yeah that you yeah. did like I, I think i maybe had gone to a couple of table reads okay yeah um and the, but that yeah. was a long time ago but yeah, yeah. and we it's, do still do that we still do the table reads every meeting people bring pages mm-hmm. and we, the the group will all read roles and so you can hear your work read out loud right. and, and people make comments and suggestions and that's really constructive and helpful but we also have something called a third on third where people bring finished pieces generally shorts and we have professional actors who will stand and read okay. these for us every, you know, I think we do, I don't know, three or four mm-hmm. um, once a month. And that's really fun, too, to see. Just to see your work come alive like that, right. even though it's not acted out on a stage, it's but just hearing it and seeing Hearing somebody reaction. else yeah. say the, these words, I'm sure, yeah. has got to help tremendously. It really does. And just, you yeah. know, not even just getting the right feeling or the the story behind what you're trying to tell out there, but just like the colloquialisms or just like, yes. you know, cadence or, you know, just sometimes Absolutely. words just don't sound good together. Yes. Out loud. And that's awful, but great. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not, you know, right. the finished product. Right. They look okay on paper, but right. <laughs> you hear someone else say it and you go, Oh, <laughs> yes. or oh, that's not how I heard it in my right. head. Yeah, that sounds so, really clunky. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Dialogue, especially when you hear it read out loud, it's like, oh my god. Yeah, going back to the drawing board on that one. <laughs> so, so you've kind of come to you know rely on this yeah. this group of of your peers basically, and yeah. you know this is it's a really it sounds like a really great you know just group for encouragement. Yes, as well as you know just kind of just helping get things done. It does. It's, it is both of those things. you I've never felt, um, uh, embarrassed, you know, when you write a rough draft, mm-hmm. it, there's, it's called rough for a reason, mm-hmm. you know, and you bring it there and I've never felt like people were going to be in any way critical, right. you know, definitely, um, help you critique and they definitely right. offer great suggestions. Um, but never felt like, Oh, I don't, you know, I don't, I feel like someone's going to make yeah. fun of me for this. It's a really, again, a safe space. Apparently I need that in my life. I had no idea until this podcast that I need so many safe spaces. Um, but it is a great, really warm and fuzzy group of people, but who are also extremely talented. And I made, just to lightheaded, I had that read there and, <clears throat> excuse me, um, got some really good feedback from a couple different members that I reworked scenes and it made it so much better. So it's very constructive, but it's also, it's fun. Mm -hmm. And it's a nice group where you feel like, oh yeah, I do want to make that project with you. You know, not only want to make my own stuff, yeah, I want to help you make yours too. Right. Yeah. So how do you guys end up running um, your... Just out of curiosity mm-hmm. for myself, um, how do you asking how, for a friend? Oh, yes, asking for a friend. How do you run your forty-eight team? Your your how do you go about doing that? Yeah, it's it's um, it can be a little bit different depending mm-hmm. on who is the team leader, but for the most part, it shakes out like. 
Bob Scott, who has been the president, has been our team leader for a lot of the projects, and he um, usually picks a director or someone. And in my case, because I had done other producing, I knew a lot of crew members. So then that, that core group of the team leader and the director will, will crew it up. And <clears throat> when it comes time for, you know, when we go and meet with you guys and listen to what everything is and mm -hmm. listen to the genre and the prop and all of that, by that point we've lined up um, probably it's been anywhere from like 10 to 15 writers. So we oh, wow. send an email out to the whole group and we say, if you're interested, let us know. And we compile a list of people who are interested. And then that night we go there, we get all of the particulars, we get the genre. And then we send out another email and say, it's time. And they mm. literally will write in three hours. We usually ask to have them back by about 11 or 12 at night. They just Friday. email them to, to you. They do. That and we brilliant. sit there. It's, it really is the best <laughs> way to do it because you have options. Right. You know? And you can't, I can't write on that kind of deadline. Yeah. So there's no way in, on God's green earth I could sit and write and then direct, you know. Yeah. But you get 10 scripts and That's you get awesome. to choose and it's great. And people have, like we just talked about, different interpretations of things. So there are a lot of different avenues you can go yeah. and when you get them in and you get the one it's there's often one that that you go oh that's that met all the requirements and that looks like fun wow sometimes we tweak a little bit yeah. you know we have this group of producing partners that um that goes reads all the scripts and um sometimes we tweak a little bit but we literally will pick one that night then we pick from we've also had a stable of actors in the mm. lead up to it and then we pick from our stable of actors and we pick from our stable of locations and by Saturday morning at 7 or 8 a.m., we're on set and we're ready to go. That's awesome. It's crazy. Yeah. No, but that's crazy. great. Well-oiled machine. It is a well-oiled machine. And sometimes yeah. you got to think of it that way. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So your current project, mm -hmm. you are producing a, an independent uh, sitcom or television what, series? Yes, exactly. Yeah, it was a, a pilot for um, um, a drama series. So okay. it would be like an hour-long drama series. I don't know where I got sitcom from. It's, <laughs> it's got some humor in it, but it's a drama for sure. Okay, it it's is. called Mulligan? It's called Mulligan, and it's about golf. So, you know, in, in golf, Mulligan means you get a second chance or a do-over. Thank you. Yep, I, I was know. not aware. Uh, <laughs> they don't have those in mini-golf, which is my right. golf experience. <laughs> but it's about a, a young really promising young golfer who um ends up going to jail for dui and for assaulting an officer and mm. we meet him when he comes out and he is looking for his do-over his second okay. chance and he goes to work at his brother's golf course and mini golf um mm. setup we worked at scally's which is out near the <laughs> airport oh my god they were so great <laughs> it's such a great facility it was exactly what we needed oh, nice. they were wonderful too and just everyone please go golf at scally's they're the best <laughs> <laughs> Plug. Uh, yeah, exactly. Sorry. But, but um, yeah, fun. Where did this come from? So where... How did you get involved? Um, it was written and, um, and stars a guy named Patrick Cannon, who mm. is a Pittsburgh actor who I knew from um, from Pittsburgh. And he now lives in New York. And his producing partner is a woman named Ashley Kate Adams. She also lives in New York. They hired Steve Paris, mm. um, who I've since not only worked with but become friends with. Okay. And they hired him to direct it. And because they were in New York, Steve really felt strongly that we needed a Pittsburgh producer who could help okay. sort of right. with the, you know, the Pittsburgh crew and that kind of thing. Mm. So um, they asked me to be a part of it in 
August, I think, mm-hmm. um, maybe. And we shot it just last week. So it was kind of a whirlwind by the time I got involved. Okay. But um, it was, I, again, another well-oiled machine because we had a fantastic crew that we put together. And, and Patrick had written this really rich, full story. So it was all there on the page, and okay. we just needed to bring people in to bring it to life. So you just shot the pilot. We did. So is that all you're planning on doing, and then you're going to shop it around, or are you guys going yeah. to independently release this and for distribution? Are you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yes, and yes. yes and yes and exactly. yes. All, all the things. Boxes. Throw everything Thank to the wall, see what right? sticks. <laughs> <laughs> really, truly. Yeah, the goal is to ship this to ship, to shop this around. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what Ashley Kate Adams, who is the lead producer on this, is really going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's golf related, the thought is that it might be a, some sports channel. Right. Might be interested. There's so many outlets, as you know, for create for original yeah. content now. Right. Um, so it's not, it's not even a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Yeah, and where. It's just a matter of where. Yeah, Yeah. People are just dying for original content, Mm -hmm. which is great. Um, There's a lot out there that I think can kind of get lost because of that as well. But I think this... it's such a great story, and it's so beautifully told that I really feel like it's going to rise to the top. If, you know, they aren't able to sell it right away, then there is a thought that we could do film festivals with it and mm. do it, you know, a, do it as a short release on or... our own. It's not. It's 45 minutes, so okay. it would be an hour-long drama. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really not as film festival friendly, you know, for ones that really focus on shorts. But there are a lot of festivals that focus on series. They do television as well. Okay. So it could be something like that. But the real goal is to sell this thing and then make this series here in Pittsburgh. Right. Which would be lovely. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I know. So how excited, I mean, how excited are you about it? No, I know I am. It's just, I was, you know, it's, it's equal parts terrifying and exciting when you get involved with something like this because you literally have to just throw every ounce of your person at it. And yeah. that's what we did for weeks slash months. And so the excitement part kind of gets buried in the minutia of just mm. getting getting this thing made right but then we wrapped wednesday morning at i think four in the morning <laughs> our last day yes really <laughs> really if i have bags under my eyes this is why <laughs> but um but yeah once i woke up after that it was just such a feeling of of accomplishment mm. and and joy because we made this really beautiful thing I yeah can't wait to see the final product but. well have you ever gotten yourself caught up and i'm not you know um accusing you of anything but have you found yourself caught up and i found myself in this in this position where it's like okay i'm doing this thing i'm doing this awesome thing i'm creating this it's becoming big people are paying attention oh my god someone's going to notice that i'm a fraud oh my yeah yeah i think that's a female thing which is crazy we shouldn't feel that right. way. but yeah yeah every day of my life i feel like someone's going to pull back the curtain and go wait a minute you're just a girl from blah 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 right, exactly someone's pulling the levers behind me it's just i'm a complete fraud i do feel that way a lot in pretty much every aspect of my professional life acting writing Mm. how do you how do you try to how do you move forward how how do you yourself out of that i don't know you're like still trying to figure it out i am i I don't know what i want to be when i grow up i um, that's a really good question i think that even when we have those feelings 
the the alternative I think is to give up and I'm not willing mm -hmm. to do that so you just have to forge ahead mm -hmm. I know what I don't know and I know that if there's something I don't know I have to ask questions and I have to figure out what needs to be done fortunately I've got a lot of resources where I can ask people mm -hmm. if need be and sometimes you just have to fake it till you make it amen you know? so, <laughs> indeed doing a lot of that <laughs> <laughs> so um, well now that Mulligan has completed shooting uh, mm -hmm. the pilot are you is it going to be kept on wraps until you guys you know while you guys are shopping this around yeah. or is there going to be some sort of premier secret yes i'm gonna say yes to both of those questions too. <laughs> <laughs> playing both sides of the aisle um it's probably going to be kept under wraps okay. for a little while um oh. i would imagine that we'll have a cast and crew screening right. of it but nothing no pittsburgh premiere i think until right. we figure out what its outlet is going to be mm -hmm. and then that will most likely happen it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to show right. even a small part of the world before yeah you know it's Just, aired yeah, yeah. So. well what haven't you done yet that you would like to do oh wow um well uh acting wise i would like to uh be on mercy street so if you have any contacts for me there, mercy that's street i know right yeah have you seen it it's on no, pbs what is, what is it's this really good <laughs> i have this weird like i always wanted to live in another time like a downtown a downtown abbey it's, it is actually i think it it took dalton abbey's spot okay. on pbs um but it's about the, it's set in the civil war and it's um i love these period ah. dramas god okay, i love period dramas <laughs> so just like a small part of that you can't help me obviously you don't even know what no, it is sorry i got nothing <laughs> okay so i want to do that um and i do want to do some more independent films acting wise mm -hmm. um and then writing and producing i have a couple of projects that um that i really really want to finish and see made so i have a feature film that i'm working on and then um another series that i'd like to and this one's a half hour comedy okay. that i'd like to to push out there into the world so is this what you're doing full-time now or are you also yeah. on top of this are you working a nine-to-five i'm job? not fortunately okay. i um have been really really lucky to in the last almost 20 years now be mm. able to focus on this and my family i have three mm. kids and oh I wow take care of take care of them that sounds <laughs> sounds like i'm their babysitter <laughs> mother I swear. it's like i watch them I just, you know occasionally sometimes i just make let sure they don't the stick right their thing. finger yeah. in outlets right. and things like that right <laughs> so that was for a long time that was it but now they're fortunately they're pretty self-sufficient <laughs> no i really when i left my pr job mm. i went into full-time motherhood and mm. part-time acting okay so that's pretty much been my life and now they are really self-sufficient they're 19 17 and 13 oh yeah so they're sort yeah of they can't take care of the themselves world. now right i know <laughs> like, you've I done something really wrong a terrible terrible job <laughs> just like... the jury's still out on that one but <laughs> they can get themselves places anyway yeah, exactly. you, you know? can feed yourself and right. get yourself some place to go yeah right. that's fine they're, they're fine <laughs> <laughs> okay so i mean well how do you manage to well i'm assuming by now you've probably you know made this into a really you've perfected this but how do you balance everything how do you manage yeah. to you know focus and be like okay do you, do you set yourself office hours quote unquote uh, i for should writing? 
Mm -hmm. I should. In fact, that that's probably my biggest downfall professionally is that I um, I don't focus on my writing as much as I would like to. Okay. And I know writers say that, you know, you have to make this like a full time job and you have to sit down and work from even if it's three hours a day. Right. You block those three hours off. But I work from home and there's always something. You yeah. know, there's always if it's not like personal things, it's, you know, I'm working on different projects and there's always something to do. Right. And then at the end of the day, I'm exhausted. And I sit down and I go, I didn't write today. You know, yeah. <laughs> damn it. So I have I have not perfected that. I haven't even what's what's way below perfection. <laughs> I am barely Surviv barely surviving. Barely surviving. <laughs> That's what I'm doing on that. Yeah. So any tips you can give me, that would be great. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm still trying to. I was asking you because I mean, Dang you know, <laughs> because you're right. Like everyone, well, at least for me anyway. Like the dream is to be able to work from home. You yes. know, just to be able to do that. But you know, I do have a job as to where I'm a lot. I can do that every yeah. so often, but I notice that it's almost worse for me to try to right? work from home. Yes. Because I'm noticing other things that need to be done, or I'm just, you know, yeah. oh, I can take a nap. Oh, I, you know, right. it's just. Yeah, I'll just <laughs> sit on Facebook for a half an hour. No, yeah, exactly. it's terrible. The dog always needs to be walking. Yeah. Those people who live in my house, they want clean clothes. They want I don't to understand eat three them. times a day. Like, come on, I just fed you. Vagabonds. Right? All uh of them. <laughs> 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 well, then that brings me to how do you self-care? How do you make sure you're okay? Oh, wow. Um, that, I'm also pretty terrible at that, I have to say. I, stay, I know. My God, I feel like this is my therapy session. You can't air any of this, by the way. <laughs> you guys signed really, nothing. Nothing. Oh, my God, that's right. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I stay up way too late. I mm. eat terribly. I don't exercise. You know, I'm sure I'm not drinking enough water. I, you know? I don't call like, my mother enough. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Now I feel terrible. I haven't myself. had a vegetable in four <laughs> right, days. Exactly. <laughs> God, especially when you're working. Um, so uh, yeah, and and I am a mom, and that that uh, someone always needs something. So right. and from what I understand, you know, mostly moms they can, they tend to put they'll they'll forget about themselves. Yeah. They'll put themselves last. Yeah, you have to, I think, to to create these other humans. Right. You you can't be first. You just can't or you're a terrible parent. Yeah, I think, it's you know. Like, yeah, it's, Even it's at rough. these ages, you really have to focus on them first. And I don't want to sound like, you know, this martyr that I obviously think I sound like I'm not. It's just that's for me, that's the way I've put my family first yeah and you know i can always have a nice cup of tea and then I yeah feel i mean better. you know right exactly and it doesn't yeah. even have to be you know self-care isn't even just about you know all the things that you mentioned even though they're those, those tend to important. be very very important <laughs> i would very i would like to urge you to check in on those a little <laughs> bit more that's <laughs> really good advice i will but you know if you find yourself you know okay I'm, 10 minutes i'm just gonna sit down yeah. and have this cup of tea and yeah. just be with myself that is true like yeah. that is a that yeah. is also a form of yeah. self-care just be breathing true you know making sure just to check in for a second that's a good idea but I should, yeah I, but make sure i might need to call you, you got, yeah you know it's always you. like check in check in time please tell me to sit down for 10 minutes and i'll do it i just need someone minutes. to tell me right exactly that's more like it i just want five minutes please okay well now comes the fun part the therapy's over <laughs> sorry everyone <laughs> sorry you had to hear all that if you are listening on wmck.fm then you get to hear carrie's block it is your five Yikes. favorite songs by female artists. All right. And then what I do is I usually curate the rest of the show's music around those five songs. Uh, so I have to apologize for that, too. 
gotta excited. say, I'm excited to see what this I, is. Oh, so am I. Um, I this when I heard about this that you do this, I immediately panicked because <laughs> I love music, but I don't feel like I know music, you know. So I asked a my daughter. A lot of people panic. Really? Oh, good. Okay. They're like, oh my god, it's gonna judgment. Right. It's like because it's, it's it's. I never realized that it was I thought I've always felt it but I've never realized it to everyone else like asking like your favorite music yeah. like that is like asking to take a peek in your underwear drawer right? or something like <laughs> exactly it's like really it <laughs> it's very personal like nobody I and I know yeah. like if somebody were to like to grab my iPod my iPad right. pod <laughs> panic <laughs> like, immediately what are you doing like, don't scroll through that right don't off. scroll please yeah it <laughs> but, is it is well I um yeah I did it anyway okay. I did because right. I knew you had expectations yes. I didn't want to let you down appreciated but, uh, no problem <laughs> well I asked my 17 year old daughter what are my top five <laughs> songs by females ah! here's what she said well they're all Adele <laughs> with a backup by Sinead O'Connor and I thought you know what I'll be darned she's right they are all Adele but I mixed it up they aren't all Adele but it's adorable <laughs> I thought it was too she's very very funny that one okay so Adele's at the top of my list because okay. she's at the top of many lists yeah and um I like so. all of, right right I like all of her stuff but I really like I found a boy Ooh. I think that sort of acoustic-y guitar um is beautiful and she tells such a beautiful story oh uh, yeah she does you know? great storytelling she really is she is um Okay, and then a complete departure, Taylor Swift. I <laughs> know, I'm sorry. Sorry. Again, I apologize. <laughs> but just this one song. It's, it's not, fine. It's not fine. Safe true. zone. Safe zone. <gasps> right, Safe right. Space. Yes, no what judgment. happened? What happened to no sorry. judgment? I don't know what happened. Believe it. It's my face. <laughs> you got to put your game face on. Right. If you have problems with Taylor oh. Swift, I don't hear the rest of it. <laughs> All right, so, so welcome to New York because I always kind of hope that it's there you know okay well, that's the way i see the city it's waiting for me someday that's <laughs> what you're waiting there. for that's yeah, gonna is, happen when you is. finally arrive sure there it, right? <laughs> be like, Mary, where have you been <laughs> we've got this great little brownstone in the village for you it's waiting for you i think we have everything set up for it's you to write and yes. everything's just sit there. oh my gosh do you think that's true <laughs> i'm leaving right now i'm not driving home i'm driving to new york just taking what I have with me now. So, that would be so great. <laughs> okay, well, fantasy life. <laughs> All right, Amy Winehouse. Oh. she's got an amazing voice. Yeah. Um, rehab. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Love why it. not? It's a great story. Also, mm. sad, really super sad. Um, <laughs> yeah. About her, but yeah. Okay, now we're, now we're getting into we're like the, going back and like. I know this is this is like a I don't know bipolar <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah, some highs and lows here, like real. <laughs> well, originally they were all low, and I looked at my list and I'm like, okay, this is the song list of a suicidal grandma. I need to back <laughs> off a little bit. Can so. I find some sort of like <laughs> you calling your daughter like, hey, something. I need some sort of poppy, right, right? <laughs> upbeat tempo, something, something good, something good, <laughs> something these, not to slit your wrist to or not. Okay, <laughs> Joni Mitchell. Okay, River. Oh, good. Uh, it's okay. a good one, right? Yeah. It is. It's a beautiful song. It's just not real upbeat. And then uh, Patsy Cline, Crazy, yeah. which I also love. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You got uh, little Taylor Swift in there to, to tick it up. Uh, yeah. Or down. I'm not sure which. But that's a, I don't know. Yeah. I just, you know, yeah. Taylor Swift is just um, not my cup of tea. I know. <laughs> I know. You have three teenage daughters and see what you listen yeah, to. Yeah, I can imagine. I, You know, not, I'm right? trying really hard not to judge. I get it. You know. Thank you. you. you get, Thank you're you. in. This is your life. This is what you. It is. It but, is. Um, yeah. Uh, Patsy Cline. Crazy. Yeah. Um, was that five? 
Um, Adele, Amy, One, two, Taylor, Patsy. It was five. Yeah, Joni. Okay. I have I have a couple backups, but not, we're, that takes me solidly into grandma territory. So we're not going to go with them. We're going to with those five. Okay. <laughs> but um, that crazy. I have a friend who she's a singer and she does this song, and this is the only time I've ever anybody I've heard I've ever seen anybody do it like this. But she sings it as though she's crazy. Oh no! And way. Like, like 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 there's this, this whole like oh, acting good. that goes along, you know, and it's just. <laughs> I bet that's great on it's stage. So good, yeah, it's so good to watch. I'm like, how have I never seen this before? In all these years, <laughs> right? Yeah. The song has been around, so yeah. All right, play that version when you go. <laughs> when you play, so. <laughs> that would be great because I'd really love to hear that. <laughs> all right, cool. That's it. So that's it. I survived. Yes, you did. That was. Awesome. Oh wait, no wait. The podcast isn't over yet. Oh no, no. But I was uh, yeah. most worried about the song. Oh okay. I mean, I've already bared my soul. I mean, there's really not much more. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to take a quick break. We're going to let you listen to uh, Carrie's block, and then we're going to come back with questionable conversation where I ask you 20 random questions. Okay. I knew you'd love me as long as you wanted. And then someday. You'd leave me for somebody new Worry Why do I let myself worry? Right, we are back now with Carrie Collins. Hello. And now it's time for questionable conversation. Are you ready? I think I am. They're not rapid fire, so don't good. freak out. Okay. All right. In what album can you listen to from beginning to end? Um, wow. Um, I, okay. I, I have a couple. Mm-hmm. My husband used to be in a band called The Affordable Floors. Ooh. I can listen to any of their What kind albums. of band is it? Um, in the olden days when we were alive, back in the dinosaur <laughs> age, they called it Alternative. <laughs> Back in my day. Back in my day. Well, when I was a When I was a kid, alternative <laughs> grunge alternative. is what we listened to. <laughs> That's right. It's a little something like Nirvana. Yeah, well, yeah, it's nothing like that, but yeah. <laughs> it's more like, um, I don't know. Pearl Jam? No. No, Allison more like uh, no, no, definitely that's more rock. It's more like um, Goo oh Goo Dolls. <laughs> stop, stop saying bands. We should stop saying bands. I can't even think. It's more like oh, oh God, I don't know this. Not the Smiths, but you know, nineties alt. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. Help me out. I, I like, think um, uh, the Smiths, like, I'm kind of getting where you're going. Like there. Englishy sort of okay. English alternative. Okay. Like the cure? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yes, there's right. one I recognize. Yeah. No, right, I, cool. I recognize those other ones, by the way. I swear. All right. Yeah, okay. I get it. Um, well, that's cool. Yeah, it was very cool. It was. That was, that was a lifetime ago, but it was very cool. Is he still like bebop around the house? Like. Yeah. Yeah. He's a drummer, so he still drums oh. on everything. So yeah. Yeah. In fact, my I can't remember which one of them. One of my I think my youngest daughter just asked me a couple of days ago, "Does it drive you crazy when Dad drums on everything?" I said, "I, mean, I guess." He still does that. Like it's You're like you so take much. out earplugs. What? Right. what? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so good. <laughs> true. So true. <laughs> um, do you have any superstitions? Um, do I have superstitions? Um, no, I don't really think I do. I 
I probably am more anti-superstition. That Okay, wait, I do have one. That's oh. not, not true. My grandmother used to always say, don't cross on the stairs. I don't know, it was bad luck. What does that mean? If someone's coming down and you're going up, like someone has to back up so that you do not cross oh, on the really? stairs. I, it just occurred to me that's definitely <laughs> well someone deep into superstition. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I usually huh. hold my ground and I say, you got to back up because we can't cross on the stairs. I know you're looking at me like I'm a crazy person. I will never work in this town again, Camila. It's your fault. Hold my ground. No. <laughs> no. You back up. I was here first. It's such a good one. Oh, okay. Oh, my. Yeah. All right. This is good. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you could ask your future self one question, what would it be? Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. She better sit down because I'm sure I've got a raft of them. But <laughs> I guess I would want to know. Well, personally, I would want to know if my children are okay. Oh, oh Oliver Klemt, I know. <laughs> um, professionally, I would want to know if I reached more of a, a level of success. Not fame, necessarily, mm. but a higher level of professional success. Like, right. make a you know, big-budget feature film. Yeah. You know, something like that. Um, do you need to write things down to remember them? Oh, God, yeah. My memory is terrible. <laughs> terrible. I have sticky notes everywhere. I have little <laughs> notebooks on Mulligan. I have my little yellow notebook. First, I just write on anything I can get my mitts right. on, which is terrible. <laughs> you know? And then I'd be shuffling through notes, but I have my little notebook and I'm flipping through the pages. It's just, I used to have brain cells. I don't know what happened, but, but I can't keep more than one thought in my yeah, mind. Yeah, I, I have a notebook. I always have a Do notebook. Yeah. But my husband, he's the one who like writes on any and everything. Yeah. And he's just like keeps this and it's so it's I don't I've learned uh, you know not to touch his don't piles, the piles. Yeah. <laughs> that's, right. a, that's a problem I get that I'm him <laughs> I'm yeah. just like just like receipts and tiny post-its and backs of yeah. bills and it's just like I don't understand your, your methods I know that's there's all no, you there's no method but yes my husband it can feel your pain it's the same way in our house <laughs> uh, do you think you are psychic in any way oh that's a good one um yeah, yeah. I I'm not sure if I believe in that or not, but I do. I've always felt this sort of sixth sense, if you can call it mm. that. You know, of of you know, my mom has always definitely been that way, mm. and I don't know if I'm just sort of taking that on as I'm older or not. But I've felt I'll feel like very strong feeling of I should call someone. You know, so and so. And two minutes later, they'll call. I mean, very yeah. weird little yeah. tiny things, but definitely have always felt like there's something there. Right. Um, your favorite song to sing? Oh, gosh. I will sing anything <laughs> <laughs> along with the radio, even if I know every fourth word. <laughs> That's the word I'll sing, darn it. And <laughs> so I'm going to sing it loud. I'm sing it. Yeah, I have a terrible voice, but, you know, it's fun. It's I love fun. As sing. long as you're having a good time. Right, exactly. Exactly. Um... But wait, your favorite song? So just anything? Yeah, I'll sing okay. anything. Okay. I, yeah, I, I don't think I have a single favorite okay. song I sing. Uh, how do you learn best? By listening, watching, reading, or doing? Um, hmm, probably by doing, I would say. Again, I can't remember anything, so if I listen to it, I'll forget it five minutes later. <laughs> but if I do it, then yeah. I, I get it, yeah. <laughs> do you keep a journal? I have at different points in my life, but mm -hmm. I don't regularly. What is your favorite part of the human face and why? Um, this is probably everyone says this, the eyes. Does everyone say that? A lot of people say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they really, they're the window to the soul, you know. Uh, well, there it I is. I just made that up. Uh, I know. That's, <laughs> a, that's really good. Isn't it deep? We should write yeah. that down. Someone, you know, get me a piece of scrap of paper. <laughs> I'll write it down. <laughs> what did you want to be when you grew up? 
oh, I always want to be an actress. I did. Yeah. Uh, which of the five senses would you say is your strongest? Um, hmm. I have a very strong sense of smell. Okay. Which can be good or bad. Yes, true. Yeah. yeah. True story. But I would say smell. Um, what is your favorite holiday? Oh, I love holidays. I love them all deeply. <laughs> really, truly right? love, love holidays. Love what do you them mean? All. We have a, we I can have a theme? I'm trying to pick. I can't pick. Holidays are my favorite right. holiday. Holidays are um, my favorite. Yes. I love them all. I love Halloween. Mm. You know, pre-commercialized Halloween. Yeah. You know, that's, oh, I love this time of year, the fall. Uh, there's crisp and, you know, and then Christmas. Apple happens. cider things. Oh, my gosh. Apple cider. <laughs> oh, and warm cinnamon donuts. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that, was like, that was like, that was, that was my Halloween memories as a child is like the plain cake donuts and then the cinnamon donuts yes. and like apple cider. Yes. Like that's what we Warm would. Warm apple cider. Yes. We did the same thing. And popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That's so funny. That must have been like in the mom handbook or something, right? It must right? have been, yeah. <laughs> this time like, of year, you must like the serve 80s and, You know, <laughs> yeah. this is what you, yeah, this is what you guys are getting. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you speak any other languages? We. Uh, oui. <laughs> French. That's all. <laughs> That's it. Really, really. What? Un petit peu. A little, eeny, beeny, tiny bit of French. Just <laughs> like, enough to get you into trouble. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Who is your celebrity crush? Oh, um, James McAvoy. Oh, okay. I know. That's like low <laughs> crazy. A good one. No, People a... probably say Tom Cruise or something. But no, I would okay. probably eject anyone oh, who said that, Tom Cruise. I, I would have to like, leave the premises. This is done. That's it. <laughs> this is over. But no, James McAvoy. That's a good yeah, one. Isn't he good? I know. Yes, uh, Split was amazing. Yeah. So good. <laughs> um, outside of family members, with whom is your longest friendship? Um. Hmm. I guess I have grade school friends oh, still really? that I still, you know, That's sort of awesome. keep in touch with. Don't go out and get a glass of wine with off frequently, but mm. and and some high school friends as well. That's cool. Yeah. Um, who is someone who encourages you? Um. Well, my parents, <laughs> they really, you know, have always been um, encouraging to to a fault, really, you know, probably should have reined me in years ago. It's like, but, okay, Carrie, right. you, you okay. can, you can yes. but you don't need to do everything. <laughs> right. You're not special. Someone should have told me I was not special years ago. I blame Are you an only child? That. No. Oh, okay. And I'm the youngest. Oh, wow. Oh, I know, okay. right? Oh, don't the, roll your eyes and say that. <laughs> the youngest. Someone's jealous. Clearly, you're Maybe. the oldest. Yes, yes I am the oldest. I can tell. I can tell. I knew it. I love it. But personally, now, I also have a friend and um, Tracy, who is, she's just so encouraging of, of anything that I do. Like mm. there are times when I have, you know, said, oh, I really have to concentrate on writing. And she would literally pick up the phone and call me every day and say, did you write yet today? Oh. Like just really so, you know, one of those people who wants you to succeed. Yes. And everyone needs them. That's, a, that's wonderful. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, do, 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 do you enjoy thunderstorms? Oh, I love them. Love them. <laughs> are you more like your mother or your father? Um, hmm. I I am like both of them for sure. Although my children would probably say I'm becoming my mother. <laughs> and don't ask my husband that question. He'll just <laughs> smile like, and walk yes. away. He'll smile and nod because he's no dummy. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I'm not falling uh, yeah, for this. Yeah, no, you're not dragging me into that. <laughs> um, are you proud of yourself? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I am. And describe yourself in one word. Um, uh, I hope funny. 
<laughs> I, I concur. <laughs> the airing of this podcast will bear out whether that's true or not. But <laughs> I will agree to that. I always go for comedy. <laughs> oh, thank you. I enjoyed you very oh, much. Thank you. This I enjoyed is fun. being here. This was fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. And uh, are there any websites or social media that folks can follow you on and they your can. adventures? My the adventures of Carrie. <laughs> I don't know if anyone wants to come along this little strange little trip, but um, on Twitter, I am at uh, 13 underscore films. Please follow me there. Um, and I'm on Facebook, and my Facebook is an open book. So <laughs> Carrie Collins Zankovich on Facebook. Do you have anything coming up? Any screenings, events, viewing? Yeah, anything like that actually. Want to yeah, thank you. Um, on uh, no, no, October 29th, as part of the Pittsburgh Shorts Film Festival, hmm. the um, most recent short that I directed for your 48 Hour Film Festival is um, appearing. It's called This Is How We Roll. Oh, it's awesome. Very funny little mockumentary, which I, I thought it was cute. I liked it. Thank yes. you. I did, too, I did too. Speaking objectively, but yeah, that's going to air at the Pittsburgh Shorts on October 29th at 1:15. Although that is a five-day, fe- four-day festival, the 25th through the 29th. So come on out. All right, congratulations. Thank you. All right, Thanks. cool. So um, yeah, again, thank you for thank spending you. this hour with me. And this has been fun. Has it been an hour? That's crazy. Yeah, it just flew. It's been a good time. a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. <laughs> just keep talking. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and as usual, guys, you can find my stuff ruggedangel.com I am on Twitter at the underscore rugged angel and um, you can find all of the old episodes of the rugged angel cast on iTunes and Libsyn under rugged angel productions rugged angel is one word until next time (laughs) 